brother. Good. They got somebody what? from Wendy's in Florida taking a bath in the sink in the kitchen. That's nasty. That's just out of control. Yeah. That's disrespectful. Hey, you know I've been getting tired of it. And I don't know how, how it is getting used to this fame. And I don't know how long it's going to oh take me. Oh my God. Jesus. What are you talking about? Kia, just. Since we've been blowing up. I apologize for what's been, getting ready to happen. Since people been. Tapping in on the line. I'm just gonna express to y'all how I be feeling with this new thing. Okay. Alright. Hey, it's like this. Here we go. I wake up kinda paranoid. People looking at me like they know me. I don't know you dog. People running up and asking autographs. I'm like, dude, chill, I don't even know your math. This new fame is getting to my head. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm gonna be dead. I feel alone. People always up in my face. Come on, man, get about my face. I don't know your mama. I don't know your cousin. Never went to high school. I don't know your mother. I just wanna be me, priesty, high was. Treat the fame, man. It ain't all they said it was. The money, the fame, and everything come with it. That sounds I like don't it was premeditated. Oh, the nah, skills nah. is getting the skills is getting because he was too pumped. Hey, hey. The getting he was too pumped. Hey, hey, hey. nah, it, hey. it wasn't premeditated, but why you had to say that to a hey. life? Because it was too, he was hey. too pumped about hey. it. Hey, you he just validated that. his whole life for him. No, how he started. Hey, you hey. literally just validated his whole life hey, for him. He feels like what I'm hey. saying is she he thought about what like he was gonna written. rap about. Dude, I just come on, man. How long we been doing this? I told you I'm getting better every week at the week. Bae. Whatever. Sir, man, blue chip me as a rapper, man. That's nah. what's gonna be in my bio. Nah, nah, bro. You're you're terrible, bro. Well, anyway, man, it's Priest D riding in the caddy, long leg daddy. Sorry for that long intro that I was spitting. Go ahead and say what's up, ladies. Hey. What up? What's up? This Dr. IJ Main uh, here with y'all today. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Tiff. Back in it. Man, back in it. What you looking at, dog? Oh, no, I was looking at our guest. <laughs> you know he gets distracted. <laughs> yeah, that's my you know bad. You can't like, multitask at looking, all. I was looking at our guest. guest. I was looking at her I was looking at her live, but... Uh, hey, what you... <laughs> don't don't, don't gaze in the eyes. Hey, come look, on, man. Hey, come on. Whatever, bro. So, uh, you know, we got a special guest coming to us all the way from L.A. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wonderful, the talented, the amazing, the extraordinary, the intelligent, the articulate. Okay. All right. All the, right. The Monday motivator. Uh. The Tuesday inspiration. Okay. What's Wednesday? I don't know. I just read all uh, that. <laughs> but we got uh, Claire Kia, the artist online with us. What's up with you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for all of the uh, <laughs> the compliments. I uh, hope that I can live up to that. You gave me a pretty big ass intro. <laughs> man, that's what I said. I was like, man, where are we going with this tonight? <laughs> man, you know, I just, you know, saying I just want the people to know who we who we got online. You know what I mean? She be she be giving out that good energy. So you know, I wanted to give her the uh, introduction to to match the energy she be giving to the world. Okay. I, <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it very much. So I'm happy to be here. That's what's up. 
Tip, what's going on? What's it? What's the roundup? Well, um, I don't really know what's going on because you know I've been <laughs> working. <laughs> oh my god! Booked and busy. <laughs> like literally, have been booked and busy for real. Well, I'm getting ready to leave again on Saturday. You too busy, man. You need to. You need to. You know, I liked it better when you was just a regular <laughs> housewife. <laughs> hey, I feel you, girl. Not I feel you. Hey, it's time to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to get to that point. I know, like everybody's feeling that way. I was talking. I was when I was in San Diego this past week. Brandon had got sick, and I was talking to my mom. She was like, "So you gonna go home?" I'm like. No, I'm not, because I'm not done here. Right, she right. She's like, but does he want you to come home? I was like, I don't know, but I'm not. Oh, he wanted you to come home, all right. Yeah, yeah I was hella sick. They needed some variety in their diet. I know they were eating pizza every day. Yeah, it was pepperoni Sunday, pepperoni Monday, <laughs> pepperoni Tuesday, keys like, Wednesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sausage Thursday, pepperoni Friday like that. I was just like, what the heck is going on? I got... So he's sick. I got Janine calling me in the morning because um, I don't know. He needed something. And I'm like, Janine, your dad is right upstairs. He was like, yeah, but he heck is sick. I was like, but I'm not even I'm hours away. What am I going to do? Who can help you better right now? Him or me? You? It was <laughs> he asked me. Something. I'm like, Bleh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was just too much. But yeah, I'm leaving. And then I, I get back and I'm like, well, you know, I'm leaving Saturday. He was like, what you mean leaving Saturday? I'm exactly. like, I've only been telling you this, like, I don't know how long. Look, when you gone, I miss you just as much as he miss you. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be feeling like I don't even like I come over here, sit down with him. I'll be like, it don't even feel right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting well, for somebody to come in and say hi. We're almost done. But just this summer is a wrap. I, I'll be good. I'll be back. In action come September. We got to wait September? Yeah, because I'm leaving this weekend. And then when we get back next weekend, we celebrate in Bella for her birthday. And then um, a weekend. Oh, and then uh, after that, getting ready for our vacay. And then when we get back from that, it's, you distracted me. You distracted me telling me to keep talking, but then it's like I'm talking to myself. Like he, Because he being, first of all, he distracted us holding this thing over here. Like yeah, he got a wounded like, wing or something. Jeez Louise. Hey, can I, uh, well, it ain't really no good TV on right now. I know, because everything is like on, like, on a... On a hiatus, yeah. And Game of Thrones was garbage. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that. Hold on. So I thought that too, but then after I talked it out a little bit, I was like, okay, I'm not really as mad anymore about that ending. No, look, didn't like it. If look, they lived up to their billing, which is whatever you think we're gonna do. What did you think they were gonna do? I like, I knew Daenerys was going to have to die. I knew she was dying. I, I knew Jon couldn't be king. I knew Daenerys was going to die. I did not know Bran was going to take the throne. 
Nah, that threw me. For so me. that threw me that he. <laughs> I, did, that, I was like, that, threw me, that was right? the last person I was like, thinking. It was just like, like I was working out theories for everybody else, and it but was him. like he wasn't even on the. Because you know, like ever since uh, the the episode when they fought the Night King, I was like, what is his purpose? This was it. Hey, he just knew it was all coming. That's why he like you gonna yeah. die. That's why he was like, why no you need think... to get a relationship with you? Yeah, um, he was like, why you think I've been be here? Dying at ten, so. But I thought so. It's a trip because the show kind of ended how it started with the Starks at the Splintered. head. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay. And then uh, Cersei, I feel like she looked so right in that position she was in. Like she looked like she was the queen in oh, that yeah. moment that yeah. they crowned her and she took the throne. <clears throat> I thought that was a super. You mean Sansa? Sansa. Who I said, Cersei? Yeah. Cersei, yeah. Oh, I was Sansa. with you too. I'm like, yeah. yep. <laughs> and I thought yeah. that it was hella dope <laughs> with um, Daenerys when she first appeared and they had the wings behind her, the dragon before oh, you flew when off. she walked down. I thought that was dope. The steps. Yeah. And then. Even when John killed her, I didn't know he was going to be the one to kill her. And I didn't know he was going to kill her in that moment. Oh. And then he killed her. And then the dragon. Dude. Like, Why didn't the dragon kill him? Because he is one of them. Because he's a Targaryen, too. He, yeah, he got Targaryens that Targaryens can't kill Targaryens? No, like, it's, just, it's, it's, it's something he's, about the Targaryen yeah, blood like, where they had control over the dragons. That's why he was able to uh, ride the dragon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he is one you. of them. Yeah. But he was the dragon was so mad. You so could that's tell. Why the dragon was, he was not mad. only mad, the dragon was hurt. The yeah. dragon was hurt. He was he showed every listen, emotion. he was yes. he was hurt. And then like that was like some anger fire yes. popping off, right? No, for real. And it was like this freaking throne. All this is because of this. So I'm gonna burn this down. And then he was also mad because he knew he couldn't kill John, who just killed his mom. Yeah. I really I felt like the, I would have been the rules that time. I was kind of disappointed that I'm John got caught. Tail. Like I felt like once the dragon took the I evidence don't even away, I think he got caught. I think that he probably told everybody he, probably he did told it because he's Jon Snow. Like yeah, he's, he's the honorable yeah. yeah. Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah that's so. And I then I thought that I was kind of, no but that's that's pretty weak. <laughs> I that? thought I thought it was no. kind of <laughs> whack that. He got sentenced to go on Night Watch. And I'm like, well, what are you watching? They ain't got nothing but, to watch. But no he more. didn't even go on Night Watch. They didn't have nothing to watch. Oh, you're saying with the with it starting all over. But you got to rebuild. But he didn't even. They ain't got nothing to watch no more. But you still got to. No, because I feel civil, what you're saying. You but he civil. didn't even. It's not like, about that. He went to the wall and then hooked up with the Wildlings. So he ain't even on Night Watch. Uh, He's just chilling. Hey, the wall was to avoid the Wildlings, huh? It was the to, wall was to keep them separate, keep the wildlings on the other side. But it it really kind of harked back to that episode when that one dude with the red beard was like, "This dude will always be my king." Mm-hmm. And then to it was John. right to John. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, that's when the ripple effect. Right, and then yeah, it was like, like they was waiting on. on him, like our king is here. Like now, let's go home. John, don't even trip off this wall. Like yeah, it is what it is. And then Arya, she went nowhere. Yeah, they need to come up with like I feel like they need to have like a sequel, but and just follow Arya. I was just gonna ask y'all. So now that the end is over, and you know, wait, hold come- on before you do that because I also thought the little guy, what's his name? I can't never think of Dude, his name. I don't, I don't know none of these people. Okay, so him, that seasons. was dope to see. Even though he like they hated him, yeah. and he did not like them, but just to see that emotion that he was like, dang, like they really gone. Yeah. Oh, his his brother and sister. His yeah. brother and sister. Yeah, he was hurt. 
So, and then Bran, oh, it was funny too when he brought him out and then the dude was trying to be like, nah, we ain't doing that. And he's like, it's not up to you. Like, first of all, <laughs> look, I got, Wait, yeah, so I got issues part? with, I got issues with Bran and Grey Worm. So let's start with Bran. Bran, first of all, was talking in riddles and contradicting himself. He was like, I don't want to be king. What the fuck you think I came out here for? Like, nigga. No, because he was, because, so he said that because, um, when he was like, "You're gonna be my right hand," and he was like, "I don't want that." He's oh, like, you saying I don't want to be king yeah, either. He just set him up. Well, yeah. it, no, it's I kind of feel like he probably didn't want to be king, but he had to be king. Was he didn't no want to be king, option. but he but he knew he was about to be king. Yeah, yeah, he had to be king. And then Grey Worm, you've been murdering folks all. No, nah, but he was just Which like one Grey Worm, the, the black dude, the black dude, the black, dude. the eunuch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus, he bro. black. What I just saying he, he he's was. more black more black than he is white. If I would like the white dude, you would have been like, "Who's that?" Like time out. The dude, the the dude that the dude that who girlfriend got up. the dude who girlfriend's head got chopped off the other week. Oh, I'm thinking about the other dude. I don't know no. who you I mean, were thinking about. When you said the eunuch, I'm thinking about the pastor dude. No, no, not that dude. Oh, that's no. how I'm like yeah. he black. No, nah, him. How he was trying to come and run things. He was, yeah, yeah, he was like, "It ain't up to you. Like it's not your choice." But and I feel he like. That. I'm like, why is they even still alive? You were supposed to have been murked them. I don't know. It was dope to see everybody up there, too, when they did that. Um, I don't know. So after why, did, I, why did Tyrion even have a vote at the end if he was a prisoner? He wasn't a... He didn't have a... I guess he did have a vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. How is this prisoner go from a prisoner to and the hands? I get it, you the he king. He did but, not have a vote. Hence my problem He didn't have a vote. Why was he there, though? He Because he, he was a prisoner. And he brought him up there so he can get, like, yeah. sentenced. Like, what are we about to do with this dude? Oh, okay. And then he's like, y'all ain't y'all need a rule. Y'all ain't got no king. Y'all just out here. Y'all ain't got nobody. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so he was telling dude, like, it ain't up to you. Like this ain't your choice and then it's like y'all gotta find a king y'all gotta appoint a king and he was like all in favor of brand you know being king say yeah. i he it was. wasn't that he was voting he was just like leaving it up to y'all so it was <laughs> just bro it was just a it was just one of them endings where whack. i was just like it wasn't whack but what show have you guys ever seen when the series ended that you were really like okay i feel actually soul you know what soul food i'm about to say soul food yeah, it's well. I mean, if you really think about it, a a show ending is unnatural, right? Because the show ends, but life doesn't end. So you got to figure out how to like bring that chapter of like this group of people's lives mm -hmm. to an end, even though their lives are going to continue. Like the best ending that's is that like, everybody die. That's why I like my soap opera because it never ends. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of ending, y'all know. Uh, Empire and Power coming to an end. Yeah, Empire I'm, and Power. Power is this last, his last season, season of Power? Season of I don't power. really care about. But you know they come bring empire. that BGF though. Who? Not not I'm B. What's that? Not BGS. That Black Gorilla Family. I'm messed up now. Um, what's that? What's that New York joint? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Think about, about it. But you know what else is coming back? Finally, two years later. Cool. Pretty Little Lies. With Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Zoe Kravitz. That was a good show. I had just seen somebody on their timeline was like, oh, this show is so good. I was like, uh, yeah, I've been waiting two years for this hey, season Zoe two. Zoe Kravitz is bad. Is she? Yeah, BMF. Man. Yeah. Ooh, that was bothering me. 
BMF. It's best, a uh, it's a um, best friends forever. Nah, it's a, it's a, it was a gang in New York. Not BFF. He said BMF. <laughs> Black Mafia family. Whatever. Anyway, it's gonna be he Fifty doing another documentary on that. Oh, okay. Some New York New York cats. Hey, um, what? I'm totally just not listening to you. I'm Bro, listening we're to listening you. to you. <laughs> Dang. Hey, you know what? I, hey, Tiff doing you that. You keep saying hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tiff doing that uh, 48 Laws of Power. Remember that law when I was telling you about when, I when, am? People, when people don't be agreeing when you're talking? What are we, when you're silent and it made me keep just talking and talking and talking. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyway, what you got like, to say? I already told you about the BM. BM, BM. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got me hella confused got right say? now. I'm like, is this nigga <laughs> trying he, to speak in tongues? What, like, nigga, like, what wait, is you? What? I was I quiet a, because you was like, hey, like you, you gonna say something. I lost it. <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Uh, Kia, you there? You ain't been saying nothing. You've been silent on it. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, oh my gosh. How do you see, not watch it? You Are you silent. one of those people be like, I'm not watching it because so everybody's here, watching here's it? Here's the thing, right? When it comes to fantasy, sci-fi, all of that, Game of Thrones never interested me because I know the life that I'm living in reality is far better than that. Now, that doesn't mean that... Better than Games of Thrones? You gotta watch it. <laughs> You gotta watch that. means that. that you're not watching no TV then, huh? Not really. And so <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't knock anybody for watching it. I just don't. So <laughs> there was nothing for me to talk about. <laughs> nah, you I, I feel it. But Did kid, you ever watch it? They got like dragons. Any episodes? <laughs> they got what? They got, what? They got dragons. dragons. Okay. okay. And I ain't talking about the kind that come in pants. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? That was a terrible joke. <laughs> hey, I was thinking, okay, dragons, dragons and pants. That right. was Johnny a terrible Blaze. joke. About, uh, I don't my get bad. it. Whatever. All right, brown brown. Kid, what you Whatever. be doing for fun? What'd you say? What you be doing for fun? What do I do for fun? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, well, well. The reason why I said that that's a loaded question because if I'm if I'm gonna be like really honest, the first thing that came into my mind was I was like masturbate. Like, <laughs> mm. like <laughs> um, I mean, if that's your, if that's your fun, hey, Ijoma does it every day. For real. Wait, wait, why are you just throwing my business out there like you that? Already you already talked about this. Yeah, about but this. She, she might not have known that. <laughs> I, I can't share shit with y'all. Like, as soon as I just share one thing, and now all of a sudden, no, you didn't share it with just a, amongst us. You shared it on two dudes and a chick, which means it's open season to always come back up. No, yeah. man, y'all, y'all gotta put that one to bed. Jeez, man, are you? Uh, you, this what you do? Why are you acting shameful of it now? I don't know because we got a guest on the line. She says all she right. does that for fun. So. Right, so hold on, hold on. What you do it for? You said your libido. What? I don't <laughs> what you say it for? <laughs> no. <laughs> he does it for fun. I do it for fun. No, but you say it gets your hormones, testosterone, and 
You said I think it's good for my libido. No, I didn't say nothing. I just do it. What's a libido? Your libido is your sex drive. You said it. I ain't gonna make up no libido tip. You know that. You said that. All right, so Kia, he he do it for his libido. What fun you get out of it? So here's the thing, right, is that most people masturbate wrong, and that's just what it is, because most people really don't know what they're doing. So for me, when I... Wait, how do you masturbate wrong? That's how I'm going to say. You bust it No matter if you do it in 10 and 5 minutes. Okay, so orgasm, orgasm is more than just busting a nut like orgasm is really taking you into a place outside of your body and into external bliss and you can prolong it so when i masturbate i masturbate for a few hours and it takes me into a a completely a whole other world now this is uh, avatar (laughs) this is a part of like i so i am a sexual education practitioner so this is what i work with Mm. a lot of different people on most people have sex Time out. Hold on. Well, most people have sex to <laughs> bust a nut. What's a what's a well, give me the definition of a sex was a sexual practitioner? I said a sexual a, education practitioner. This okay. is the education part. I knew I heard practitioner. Yeah. Okay. So what is a sex what, what, education yeah. practice, practitioner? So a sexual education practitioner is somebody who works with people on unearthing their sexual traumas to really take them to their highest heights of pleasure with themselves and with another person. Um, so, go ahead. So if I if 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 I bust nuts quick, is something that I got to peel back. Yeah. The trauma. Yeah. Mm. There. Okay. Right. So am I, am I holding back the pleasure? But there, what'd you say? If, if I'm doing, if I'm, if I'm, if my nuts only last like ten seconds, and let's say how long a nut lasts. How long does a nut last? Yeah, or like, how long? Uh, the, the oh, wait, is that what she's talking about? Yeah, nah, yeah, right. that's what we that's what we talking about. So how long would you say it lasts for? Wait, I'm confused. I'm, look, listen. For I'm, a man? I'm, yeah, for okay, a man. Okay, wait, are you talking about how long does no. it take you until you bust a nut? Or are you talking about... No, I'm talking about in, I'm talking about in the, the actual busting nut. Okay, so... You can make that last longer, she You saying. can make it last longer. If you peel back the trauma that's going on in your life. <clears throat> so... You saying so? You're saying that you can make the semen come out of your pipe longer. Not that the sensation of fulfilling without longer. busting. Yes. Be yes. Be right. Beyond right. the beyond busting. the bust. That's what I'm saying. But she's saying from I could be wrong, but what I got what I got out of what she was saying, if I'm only doing that for like ten seconds, I got to peer back. What's making me hold back from catching the feeling of going longer? I'm confused. Right? So most yeah. Am I am I am I on the right page? Am I on the right No, page? you are on the right page. You are on the right track. Come on now, where y'all at? Not there. Where I'm confused. At? Nah. Go, go ahead, Kia. I want to hear what you. What, what, what I'm you saying, say. I'm about to tell you because she educated. She... Let me tell you what, how much she educated me in only the past two seconds. Well, I'm trying to get listen, her to educate me. Listen, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> this is what it is that she can walk you through what's holding you back in life. So you can enjoy the pleasures, whether it be this or anything else. But she educates you in the sex part. So he's very correct, nigga. nigga, Hey, nigga, like you grew up in a single parent household. I'm gonna just give you the quick, quick guide. You grew up in a single parent household. We gonna break down. At the end of the day, we are gonna be like, your dad still loved you. You gonna cry, and then that's a fat layer we peeled off. And then I'm gonna talk to you about 
a little bit of sex something, and then your ten second nuts gonna go to like dirty top. <laughs> and then we gonna and then we gonna figure out what's next. What's gonna get you to that maximum sensation? Kia, Kia, <laughs> Kia, Kia. Tell him. Okay, so he's tell. Hey, am I right? Very much on the right track. Uh, Come on now, where y'all been? <laughs> Let's break this down. So it is very true that most people, they don't lean into sex because they've been told or taught that sex is shameful. So most of us, when we have sex, we're not completely uninhibited. We're not completely letting go. We're not completely allowing ourselves to be free within that moment. So because we don't allow ourselves the freedom to lean into that moment, we don't lean into any pleasurable moments in life. So sex is life. Life is sex. Whether you realize it or not, you're enjoying a sensation every second of every day. If you can learn to lean into the sensations that you really like about your life, you can make life a more pleasurable experience, including but not limited to your sex. Hmm. You said something so, you can make sex. So if I say so if every day, like all like without sex? Yeah. There are I, that she said. Why what y'all t- so here's here's like basically most like people, you, you most could, people think that orgasm can only be reached with a partner or when you are rubbing yourself against yourself but that's not really true there are orgasmic moments in life think about it when you eat a really good plate of food and you just like mm, this yeah, shit tastes really Good. Like that is a part of an org. That is an orgasmic moment. You may not feel it the same way, mm. but it is an orgasmic moment. And most people want to just eat really fast and get it all over with and digest. Even when you think of the fact of when you take, I'm gonna take it there, and I'm just gonna be real honest. Even when you sitting on a toilet and you take a really oh, good yeah. shit, that shit feel good, nigga, mm-hmm. nigga. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I like good shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. I take one every day. <laughs> First thing in the morning, like when no. I wake, by habit, when I wake up, I'll be like, I'm gonna just go to work, and then hey, I'll be like, I can't do that. Six to seven o'clock. Six <laughs> I can't, to seven an o'clock. Hour? I can't no, no, not oh, an hour. that hour. Within that hour, six to seven o'clock, I'm on the toilet, <laughs> and it feel good, huh? Bruh, nigga, bruh, orgasmic, man. Gonna slide down that colon, and I like when everything just come out. <laughs> Get that clean white. Yes. Hey. I can't do that. No. That is exactly what I do when it comes to my clients is being able to, t- to teach them how to lean into your own pleasure, lean into your own happiness. And pleasure and happiness doesn't just come when you're fucking somebody. It comes from conversation. It comes from interaction. It comes from when you watch Game of Thrones, you guys get aroused. You guys get enticed. You guys feel Nigga. good about it. Damn near get a semi. So that's why you guys watch it. <laughs> what? what? Bruh, I can't take you right now, man. Hey, Kia, life is great for you. Huh? Life is amazing, and I am. Man, if you if if you cause like you just recognize all your orgasmic moments in life. Like, what if if? Okay, let me ask you something. If this was broke down in belts. Belts? Yeah, like karate belts. Oh, thank you. If this broke down in karate belts. Oh, yeah. she's definitely like Hold on. Don't, nigga. Oh, I, I asked okay. you. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to prejudge and answer my question. Okay. Go ask, ask your question then, nigga. Where would you be as a karate teacher? <laughs> well, one, I would say that I am more in alignment. What belt would you be? No, I would say I'm more in alignment with Kung Fu. And... <laughs> 
Okay. That would be probably on the level of a Bruce Lee. You have to master your own energy. You a legend? Bruce Lee. That's a that's a high. That's, so hey. I'll tell you one of the Bruce one of the Lee more interesting le- things that she told me one time. Right. So we was talking, and uh, Key, I'm putting a little bit of your business out there, real quick. Okay. But she's celibate right now. Uh, right. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I was like, man, you've been celibate. Well, for living me. life how she lives, you don't need. You can Maybe. do that. Right. So I was like, I was like, Maybe. you Straight you up. celibate? Like, why you why you celibate? Like, you know what I'm saying? And she basically said, tell tell them what you what you told me when I. No, when I, I want you to say it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you okay? Okay. <laughs> she said basically like, why why let somebody else fuck me? When I fuck myself the best, <laughs> and that and that was like mind blowing to me because mm. it was just like, but it's but it's deeper than it that, is. Like, you know, like with the like, right person, with, with the, the right partner. Yeah, it's basically tell them about tell them about so, us. It, oh my gosh, the way that I, the way that I feel about it is when I said that I was basically saying that it was like for me. Why, when I'm interacting with somebody and you can't take me to climax when I have my clothes on, why am I going to take my clothes off and let you touch me when I know I could do that better because you're not even doing it when I got my clothes on? Mm. I don't think you ever gave me an orgasm with my clothes on, honey. I didn't even lie. That, tripping. That you, just, was... you need to talk to Kia. Kia. Hey, look, Kia. She don't. She going. This the trauma in your life that's not allowing you to recognize all these. That's what it is. God, you okay. ain't. She ain't listening. It's it's you not recognizing what you've been through in life that's not making you happy. Cause being with me, some what people be happy. Oh, ain't that right, Kia? She ain't recognizing what she been through. Hey, I was if gonna, I ain't give her <clears throat> orgasm. So here, her here's on. the thing: is that I, you again you are on the right track, which meaning that most women don't understand a man. Come so on, man. A man You're a genius. But, yeah. but the thing is this, is that no man can make <laughs> you come. That man can only help you get there if you let him. You, he can't make you do anything mm. you don't want to do. So the only way that he's going to be able to... No, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, hey, you wait. Like that. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, I'm with you. Like I'm with you. Ain't that I ain't like it, and I'm 100 with you. But I can get it down on kill. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you gotta like that, huh? You, you Bruce Lee too. That's because I am I, allowing I, him I mastered to. It. I am allowing you, him to. Not again. But you both have to lean into that. You both allow each other. That's the beauty of a beautiful relationship is that you both are allowing it. So that whole entire argument of I do or you do, that's stupid because y'all both are coming at the same motherfucking time. So why are you arguing over that shit? Like, that's dumb. Nah, nah, I'm just saying I just got it on command whether she want to or not. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. He's saying I have no control. You have a lot more control than he knows. I know. Don't I know? I know. So at the end of the day, you have to take a look at the phallic penis of a man can only be entered. Like he can only enter into her if she allows him to. She has to open up those gates. If she doesn't open up those gates, you cannot enter. So she lets you do it. Yeah. Because to enter without opening of the gates. (laughs) 
No, no, no. <laughs> I hear you. What? But it's a violation. We'll just put it to you like that. It's it's not. Oh. Oh, yeah, we can say it's a violation but, if what? you enter into a place that you are yes. not welcomed into. You're welcomed into her space because she lets you there. She I'm lays saying, out a, a liquid carpet for you to enter to. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, and what I'm saying is it's just party time when I wanted to be party time. So you open up look, it's like you open, look, you open up your house, right? And I walk in, I'll be like, Hey, what you doing? You was like Nothing, man. Just watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, tick that, cut it off. Turn up time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. And then, Turn up. Music blasting. Let's go. All right, I'm done. Did you wow. have a good time? Wow. Yes, I did. That's wow. what I'm saying. Like, it's not about it's not about force. It's not about none of that. It's just like when I walked in, I dictate what's gonna happen in your house. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm I'm past that guest. Like you know what I'm saying? When you comfortable with people, when they know they can just walk in your house and get something to eat, get something to drink, look in your refrigerator, I'm past that. But, so I'm I'm letting you know when you thought you was chilling, turn up. Yeah, that may be the case, but also that and is. still, regardless, even if even if you live with somebody and you're exceptionally comfortable with them, and let's say giving your analogy and going along with the storyline that you've created, it's a story. Even if I'm too. comfortable, <laughs> even if I'm comfortable, yeah, even if I'm comfortable in your house and I'm sitting down, I'm still going to be respectful of your space because even if two people live together, you still have to request and ask permission because you respect them. So you're still going to say like, babe, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Like, do you feel good? Are you in a party mood? Because you might not be. Then it might not be a party day. Then it might be a day of massage. Then it might be a day of let's just take a walk. You have to understand how she flows so you can get into her rhythm. No, I'm with all that. But I'm just saying, when I say turn up, it turn up. Oh, my God. I will say uh, that... uh, this is one that this is one of the reasons why I wanted to to bring Kia on because she be doing her lives and she be doing her posts and she be she be getting into different topics like this. I see the way folks interact with her, you know what I'm saying, in this space and even myself, you know what I mean? Like definitely getting me to understand like the intellectual aspects of intimacy versus just like the physical aspects of intimacy. Which, which your um, what do you call them? Do you call them patients? No, they are more so. I mean, I guess you could say clients or students rather. Okay. Um, your client is- because they're, yeah, they're they're not. There's nothing about them that is is sick or unhealthy. Yeah, I'm with um, you. So they're not patients of mine, but they are clients or students of mine because they're learning how to better become their best self. And that's all I'm here to do is just teach people how to become their best self. Yeah, and it, it's all go beyond sex. It's just getting them to recognize. Always, because... It's just, it's just getting them recognize life. And indeed. I think because at, at, when I look at life, right, I look at life as a pure 
experience that you get to decide how you want to. You get to navigate it the way that you want to. But most of us have forgotten that we have that ability because we get so caught up in somebody else's ideas of who we are. And so it's realizing that you don't have to play this role that you've been given just because your parents want you to be a doctor. Is that what you truly desire? And in your happiness and you owning your happiness, you actually can become a better daughter, a better son, a better sister, a better lover when you are happy in your life. And the people around you who truly value you will understand that no matter who they are to you. And that's the hard part for people to realize or to let go, which is sometimes the best people for you are not always the ones who are related to you. Mm. That's dope. Hey, so, so most of your clients, when they come in there, it's like, it may initially start off for like, I something's going. Like for example, I can come in there and say something's going on with my sex drive. It will start off with sex, then you just help them pay, peel off the layers. That's what the actual problem is. Yep. And from there, they get their sex drive back. And if they want to go deeper, you take them deeper. Yeah, because if so you like want a psychologist. To if, if you want to continue to have a good sex life, then you are going to continue to have a good life. So your, your, <laughs> I always tell people as, as funny as it is, but your ability to lean into your orgasm is your ability to lean into your happiness in your life. Hmm. So, cause I don't come. So does that mean I ain't leaning into I already into told you happiness? I think that's unhealthy. No, because that? that's. Actually, no, that's called a uh, semen retention and semen retention is always a good thing to do for men because Hello. you guys need to retain your life force energy. Your life force energy is very imperative to how you are. You can make sure that you are transmuting that energy and you don't just want to ejaculate off on anything. So yes. when you know how to retain your semen, you're actually doing yourself a service. Come on now. But you're not doing it intentionally. Wait, wait, hold on. You don't know what I'm doing. Intentionally you're not doing it intentionally. I am a, that, that would be I hella, am a semen retender. No, that, that would be hella hard if you were like, I man, I don't be giving retention. these chicks no. my semen even in the Come condom. on now. No, that's like, that's like, me. You like they ain't worthy. Like that's my, me, hundred percent. Hey, no, my seed is on a pedestal, bro. I keep hey. my life force to myself. There you go. Hey, <laughs> I like accident. that. I like I'm, that if it was official. Because I'm, like, so, yeah. like, I'm, I'm so. Because I'm so. If you given to the world, hey, if all you the told time. me that and she validated that, that would have been hard. Right, but we know that he's yeah, not nah, doing it intentionally. No, now we, doing it intentionally. we need no, to peel not. some stuff back in your life. I didn't know I was doing it intentionally until she just let me know that I'm doing it intentionally. Now that I know, intentionally, I'm doing it intentionally. Hey, hold on, you got a point. You need to learn how to do it intentionally. <laughs> She's trying to be funny. No, I'm, you said you ain't retaining nothing. He's not retaining. Uh, <laughs> you release it. Oh, I release. I'm a releaser. I'm a releaser. I'm a retainer. You're a releaser. I'm a releaser. I will say this: that while. I, from what I'm hearing, maybe it was unintentional. Maybe it wasn't something that he was consciously aware but, of. But it still goes However, back to what you said. However, your subconscious is far more powerful than your conscious. Yes. And so your subconscious mind is always Come wielding on, you and navigating you whether you realize it or know it. So somewhere in his subconscious mind... Well, I'm just saying somewhere in his subconscious mind, he knows what he is doing. Come on. And 
So you have to understand and recognize. Now, we could ask him questions to see exactly why his subconscious mind has led him to do this. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Perhaps because he had a child at a young age, he is afraid to spill that all over again. Uh oh. Did you know that he had, he told her he had a child at a young age? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, I thought she went psychic on us. But that, that's no. the reason, though. That's, that's why no. you retaining Look, it, dog. So, so, I, and I, I ain't even told Kia this, right? So, I think just physically, Kia is pretty, right? Mm-hmm. But she scares me so much. I don't, I, I don't see how she has ever had a relationship with a man because she scares the living bejesus out of me. I, if she if she told me today I wanted you, I would run the other way. Cause you a soft nigga, <laughs> and I'm afraid she gonna get she gonna break me down and have me just in puddles and tears and crying like she probably like she. That's why I couldn't fool. But she would like break you. you down to be able to live your best life. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't want to live my best life. Live so my if you best get life. through the breakdown, uh-uh. the other side would nope. be amazing. Nope, that's why I told her. I told her. I said I don't save numbers. Cause I I can't afford to have somebody that powerful's number saved in my phone. She might I might oh just look at her gosh. number and just break down. Hey kid, you went to school for this? <laughs> Don't laugh at me, kid. I'm being oh my honest. God. Okay, so yeah, first on, I feel like I feel here. like hold on. Let me tell you what I, from the way you speak. I feel like you're more of a naturalist. Like you just read hella books on it. She's an empath. Uh, studied it. Got it. Somebody laced you up. Are you saying she's self-taught? Are you saying? Are I'm you saying she's more like a like she remind me she got more of a hippie vibe. That's what I'm catching with me not knowing her. A hippie vibe with like like know all the potions. Oh yeah, you a fellow hippie, huh? Come on now. That's I why you recognize it. Man, I recognize it. Like you know all the potions, all the like grab this lemon seed with this Kanye pepper, rubbing on the leaves, and you'll be good. But that's right? actually not accurate, and here's the reason why. Thank you. I will always, you know like I, mean. I did before, when you're right, I will tell you. But here's the thing. I don't read as many books as people think. I love reading. I do. But at the same token, I am one of the very few people who studies me and I go deep within my own subconscious and find the answers to what I am looking for. And the answers that we need are always within us. We just don't have the patience, the tolerance or the wherewithal to get through all of our negative thoughts in order to get to our positive ones. And so most people don't want to do the work. I've spent a lot of time in solitude and by myself. And so to um, his point, most men past when I turned about 27 have said the same thing. They're like, you are an amazing woman and you scare the shit out of me and I love you, but I got to go. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And so it's gotten to a point where I realized that I prepare men to a certain point for the type of woman that they want. But for me, I know whoever the partner is that is supposed to be in my life, he is going to want to step into his God self. If he can't step into his God self, he's not ready for this goddess. So you have to be on the level because water rises to the level. So if you're not on the level, if you're not prepared to get to the level, you will run. Dang. 
Yeah, well, I'm, that's I'm you. running. I'll say that's you, dog. Hundred miles and running. No, so look, man, it, it's so it's beautiful. It was a, it was a beautiful moment. He uh, he gave me the opportunity to meet her old man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and just the opportunity to shake his hand, hundred year old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I immediately felt like the wisdom just in his handshake. You know what I mean? I could have spent, you know, hours just sitting there having a conversation with him. But as soon as I shook his hand, I had to run away because I was like, uh uh-uh. Like, I felt myself being sucked into the Kia trap. And I was like, this is scary for me. I was like, I got to get up. I got to get up out of here. So I I put one foot in the front door and I took that foot out quick. And I was like, all right, I got to go. Like, uh uh-uh, you is going to turn me all the way out. You an old man. Like, I was going to be wiser and freakier by the time I left. Wow. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm, I'm joking to a certain extent, but I'm just saying. Like she had scared the living daylights out of me. And how how did y'all how y'all meet? Bro, I just hit her up on IG, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> what, what did what did you say to me at the at the thing? Powerful people attract powerful people, or something like that. Well, I always say that most people find me when they're ready. Um, and you not no hippie. It's, I don't associate with it only because of the fact that it is it's it's a it's still a construct it's still something that you're that you're bottled into and I'm much more than that and so for me I I love hippies I think that they're amazing you gave a hippie people. answer though but what I do say is that if you are a person who is ready to level up in your life and and really understand why you are where you are and how to get to where you want to go then i become a guide for that in whatever capacity that could be a friendship capacity that could be a client capacity that could be like you just my homeboy like at the end of the day the decision is always yours and mine together in whatever relationship standpoint we decide to walk into because it takes those two people i have a lot of like my crew like my dudes that are in my crew like they're dope ass individuals who are doing dope ass things and we are not Mm -hmm. romantically involved they call me we talk we chop it up i give them insight they go out and they do their thing like i don't need to control or be anybody's anything i just want you to be your best self and i just want to show you what that looks like because that's what a person who has an open heart does they love you they love you to your best self that's what i do i love Yeah, you do. You do put a lot of love out there in the world. I will. I will admit to that. All I want to do is I sincerely want people to be amazing. And especially when it comes to richly melanated people, I do not say black. And the reason why I don't say black is because black has become stricken. It has become a thing that has become a curse. So what we are is we are richly melanated beings. That is what we are. You are rich and divine and melanin. Always own that and always know that because when you walk into the sun, you are glowing. That is your superpower. So step into that and stop being a afraid of your true self and your true self is a god or goddess within you that is wielding you to your highest potential always work for that 
and always go where you need to go. Because at the end of the day, this life that you are intending to live, it is yours and yours alone. You could get caught up in somebody else's story that was gifted to you. Not saying, but I'm going to use this as an example. Game of Thrones is a story that somebody else created. What the fuck is your fantasy story that is going to attract 1.3 billion people to tune into you? Because you have it. You're watching somebody else's story. Create your own. You like an artist slash revolutionary slash inspirational speaker. That's like you could be called an artist. I, I like where you're going with this. Well, my name on Instagram is Claire Kia, the artist. <laughs> oh, oh, I hit it. I knew I was going to hit it. I'm like, man, hold on. Like, I got to get like, you know, I, I'm like, I feel like you like titles ain't my thing. And I'm like, if I had to. Well, I'm artist like, is kind of the umbrella of all. Uh, all of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. Okay, motivational speaker slash artist. What's so? What's up with this yoga, man? I I seen I seen I'm one on your Instagram. You you heavily into that? I love movement of the body. Movement of the body is alchemy of the body. So yoga became that for me. But, you know, alchemy of the body could be uh, working out. It could be lifting weights. It could be boxing. Like Floyd Mayweather is an alchemist of boxing. That's what he does. He learned it. He mastered it. And he created that space for himself. Bruce Lee was an alchemist of, you know, Kung Fu. I am an alchemist of yoga because I do it in my own way. And it's what resonates with me but i'm also a dancer so i incorporate dance with my yoga so mm. how did you get into yoga like what made you step into the yoga field that's, and just say I <laughs> that's a good question actually my vocal coach so my was i was um I was prepping with my vocal coach and I've been working with him for a while and we were also lovers at the time and at the time that he and I were working together and he was just like, I feel like you should take up yoga. And oddly enough, I resisted it. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That shit is boring. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I said to him. And he knew me well enough because he was intimate with me. He knows if you push me to do something, I'm not going to do it. So he was like, all right, well, I'm going to just leave it alone. But I think that it will, um, you know, it will expand your breath capacity. And so I left it alone. It was about a year later. I was meditating. And I always say that spirit tapped me on my shoulder. So spirit tapped me on my shoulder and was like, hey, yo, you need to do yoga. And I did it. And I never looked back. I just started one day. And I just yeah. did it. It's like yoga. It, it's like people who do yoga are very like in tune with themselves. Well, you, when you're on the yoga mat, the difference between yoga and anything else is that yoga is you versus you because you're not competing with anybody. You're not fighting anybody. You're not, you know, lifting anything but your own self. So when you take yoga, if you try and look around the room and compare what you're doing to what another person is doing in a yoga class, you will always fall on your face because you can't look away from you when you're in yoga. You have to be so in tune to your own self that any little thing will get you off balance. So that's what I love about yoga is it, it, it is a form of self-mastery. And you could be big. You could not be flexible. You don't have to be, you know, a perfect you, perfectly proportioned. It's just you on that mat. And I've seen 
you know, bigger people go do yoga. I've seen skinny people do yoga. I've seen the thinnest person lift themselves up with one freaking finger. Like it is outstanding what yoga makes you focus on. So, mm-hmm. and you know, it's great too. What been I've been saying, to do yoga. <laughs> I just been to say I that. He's gonna say that. You've been wanting to do yoga because I'm in tune with myself. Oh. So I mean, that's why I was feeling her vibe. You would love to hang around with me, kid. By the way, but um, well, hold on, Kia. Cause you got, excuse me. You need some water. No man, uh, you got that that one post of you doing yoga on the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> like, like tell us about that experience. Cause I I was like that was pretty ballsy to be, in and especially in the video you got white folks walking past you like what the heck <laughs> is this woman doing? But tell us about that experience of of doing yoga on the Brooklyn Bridge. Um. I just had the idea. I was in New York and I was like, I want to do yoga on the Brooklyn Bridge. I want to go on the Brooklyn Bridge and I am going to take my pants off and take my shirt off and I'm going to do some yoga. (laughs) And uh, one of my really good friends, Muhammad, he was with me that day. And I was like, are you ready? And he was like, well, you're going to be doing it. I said, and you're going to be right here with me. They're going to be looking at you too. (laughs) 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 So what I love... But the reason why I did it, though, is because I wanted to show people when you are a master of your own space, nobody will bother you. They may look, they may stare, they may point a finger, they may talk about you. But if you are so focused in your own energy, they will not interrupt you. Nobody interrupted me. Nobody came up to me. Nobody said nothing directly to me. They all walked around me. That's like the people... Like at the pier when they be doing their thing, they stuff, you know, people just let yeah. them do their stuff. Nobody interrupts. Kia, how often do you talk to your hundred year old granddaddy? So I've been with him you didn't for pick the up past game from nowhere. <laughs> I've been with him for the past two weeks, but I've been blessed. You know, I'm thirty three years old. I've had my grandfather for all of my life and we've always had amazing conversations. It's the one thing that I love about my old man is that he you know, he was born in nineteen eighteen and so Mm. At that point in time, like he's seen so much. He's seen the world go from like not even knowing what a computer was to this computer generational age of seeing his grandchildren on a phone attached to their hand all the time. And his perspective is 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 so amazing to listen to because what it provides me as his granddaughter is the ability to discern what to do and what not to do. And that knowledge and that, that viewpoint of life becomes sacred to me. Now it's a little bit more difficult because his hearing isn't as good as it used to be. So it's hard to have a conversation with him because you have to be really close so he can hear you, but he can still talk all day if he wants to. So I just do my best to come home and cherish whatever he wants to say to me because I know that those moments are fleeting and limited at this point. So. That's crazy. I got a cousin that had a a hundred year old granddad. I don't think he he was over a hundred, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like 105. Wow. Yeah, but I don't think he soaked up game like this. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you he definitely didn't. My grandfather lived to 93, and I remember just kind of saying the same vein that uh, Kia's talking about. Like, 
I would just sit down and listen to my grandfather tell stories all day because there was always meaning and message behind what he was saying to us, man. Um, so I, that's why, that's why I was saying like when I, when I met her old man, like I was just like, Oh, I, I can feel the power and the wisdom, um, emanating from him just in that brief, brief interaction. Yeah. Shorty is, you know, we have always like called him a preacher without a pulpit. He's never been a preacher, but he is somebody that is always teaching from his perspective. And it is one of the things that I so love about him. And I also love about my family is that we talk to each other. We don't always agree. We don't always, you know, get along. We don't always like each other. But the one thing I will say about the Charles family is that we can talk about anything. It could be sex, politics, religion, whatever. We will put it on the table and we will talk about it. And I think that people need to understand when you really have love, nothing is off the table. Put that shit all out there. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. So It's okay to disagree. Before we yep. let you go, because I, I, it's it's we've been on here about an hour strong. Uh, you from the seven oh well, you spent a cool decade of your childhood in the seven oh seven. I did. Not the V A double L E J O, but the V A C A V I double L E. Yeah, yeah, she she spent. Yeah, that's a different seven oh seven. Yeah, that's a different seven oh seven, but. Tell us, tell us about that experience. You know what I mean. We, we, we. You know, what was it like growing up in 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 Vacaville? In Vacaville, Vacaville is Cowtown as fuck. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it, right, is that I was born in Oakland, and this was in the '80s. So I was born in '86, and it was me and my brother. My brother was born in '81. I was born in '86. It was me, my mom, and my dad, and um, me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and. What happened was this was at the like the prime of the crack epidemic. And so we, you know, Brookfield, uh, Oakland is where my mom's house was. And there was a chase, like a shooting chase or whatever. And my mom goes into the backyard and it was this dude who was being chased by the cops and they ran through our backyard and he left a shotgun in the backyard. Oh, heck no. It's time to go. So, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. My mom was like, uh, Sonny, that was my dad's name. She was like, we got to get the fuck out of here because I'm not raising my kids <laughs> in, this, in this environment. So they looked into buying a house in the Oakland Hills and then they also started looking in 707 and for whatever reason they decided that they were going to move us to Vacaville, California. And my mom was like, okay, we're going to do this for, you know, our kids to have a better opportunity. But if we do this, I got to stay at home with my children because I don't know these white people. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I am not about to have my kids be raised by these people that I don't know. So I have to be in a household. So my mom and my dad had an agreement that during the school year, he would work. And during the summer months, she would have, she would go to work. So that was their agreement. And my mom was always in the classroom with us. Now I will say growing up, I really never like it didn't become apparent to me that it was a bunch of white kids around me until I would come back to the hood. 
because my, no, <laughs> my folks still lived in the Bay Area. So we would always come back mm. to like my grandparents' house who lived in a hood. And then it would, people would be like, oh, you know, oh, well, you guys live like around those white people. I'd be like, what are you talking about? And it wasn't until somebody else, actually, it was my, my uh, grandmother's neighbor. He was a, he was my bully. Okay, he was my childhood bully. Yeah. His name was Isaac Barbosa. He used to bully me all the fucking time. And Tricky Isaac, Isaac Bar- Barbosa, nigga. Yes. Go ahead, my bad. So, but Isaac, <laughs> <laughs> he gonna listen to this, nigga. Where, nigga, where did I got that her come back. from? Nigga. That was extra. I got her back. Anyways, okay. so Isaac, what happened with Isaac, right? And and he's made me stronger for life. I really feel like even though kids have bullies, bullies make you stronger. So they need him. my bully Isaac, was outside and I'm outside and my grandmother is outside my granny and he goes, your granny is white. And I looked and I was like, what? And so like I looked at my granny who I loved and I knew she loved me and I'm looking at my skin. She was white. And I'm looking at her skin and I was like, okay, she a little lighter than me, but like, you know, it had never really hit me until this little black boy pointed out to me that my grandmother was, she didn't look like a black woman. And mm. in that moment, I realized what quote unquote race was. But before that moment, I looked at kids as kids. I never really like it didn't hit me no colors. that there was a difference between who we were. It was that's my friend Kelly. What are you talking about? I didn't care if she was blonde hair, blue. She was Kelly. She wasn't a white girl. She was Kelly. So it just was the thing about it. I truly did not encounter a problem until I got to seventh grade and I was then bullied again by this group of black girls. Dang. Why they, and why they I bullying? was bullied by them because they were like, oh, you got long hair and you talk like a white girl. We don't like you. And they would They, they bully lived in Vacaville, me. too? What happened? They lived in Vacaville, too? Yeah, they lived in Vacaville and they went to the junior high. Because at this point, by the time I'm 13 years old, you have a lot of transplants coming oh, from so Richmond. They transferred I mean, from, from I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So coming from all these places and I've been, you know, in Vacaville at this point in time for the past like seven years. So I'm ingrained into the society that's there, but they're coming in and they're like, oh, no, you don't act like us. Like, you don't look like us. You don't act like us. You don't talk like us. We don't like you. Uh, and at that point, so I was never I never felt ostracized by the white kids. I always felt ostracized by the black kids. You gonna marry a white dude, you think? Oh hell no, my nigga! Like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I just thought you switched teams. All right, we back on it. <laughs> like, first of all, let me. Okay, let me be clear. I've dated, and when I say dated, I don't mean slept with. I mean dated, like gone out mm-hmm. on dates with. I have dated every race if i like you i like you i don't mind going out to dinner with you conversing with you talking to you whatever but i was raised by black men okay Mm -hmm. my my father my grandfather my uncles those are black men when it comes to who i'm attracted to i'm attracted to the hue of melanin that is what I'm attracted to. There is nothing like the swagger of a black man. Come There's on nothing now, like queen. the vernacular of a black Come man. On, queen. 
think as Talk just there's him. nothing greater than the black man. Yeah, Man, you, I'm gonna have that on repeat. You hear that too? It you is agree? true. It, I absolutely agree. And I agree with y'all too. Ain't nothing like us. Hey kid, I, I want to get in. Um, I want to get in yoga. Like before, uh, Doc cut me off. I was about to say I've been telling Tiff that for some weird reason, I want to get into yoga, and I've been saying that for the past like two months, and I haven't got started. Like, how how should I um get in the game? I just don't know. Like at the gym, like they got it at the gym, but it looked like, like that looked kind of whack. Should You've I just buy a tape? Never seen it before. True, but <laughs> so I don't. I don't respect. I don't respect. Do you know what it is? I don't respect the teachers. Like I will respect. Uh, You've never even seen the teacher. The teacher could be a yoga, a yogi, huh? You've never even seen the teacher. You I'm never just stereotyping them. Like, I'm just saying it's like a gym. It's California. It's it's a it's a gym. I'm like. Nah, I want to be. You never even seen the room where they do yoga at. Oh, they don't do it in a regular thing. No, they have a whole yoga room. What? Oh my god. They create the vibe. All right. You know what? Kid, where should I start at though? Still, I might, I might <laughs> check it out. I might check it out. I. You should have told me that too. Yeah, it's a so room right there by the say, bathroom. I will say this. Um, you know, yoga doing it in a classroom is very different. But if you want to start just somewhere. There is, um, so Aloe Yoga now has a platform called Aloe Moves. And one of my boys, his name is DJ. He used to be an NFL player. Now he's a yoga teacher. Are you DJ from Richmond? DJ Williams? um, He does strength yoga on Aloe Moves. Like if you go to, and I can, if you, uh, if you send me a message, I can DM you his page. Like he's dope as fuck. And the thing that I like about this platform is one, you get to learn directly from another man of color. And Uh two, he's not, there's nothing feminine about him. And so I feel like that would be a good place for you to start because he starts with like just building your strength and building your understanding of your body. And he's a really dope person. So, but I gotta, I gotta look at like, he has long videos or is it something I could buy from him? Like, how does that work? No, it's on it's on their um their mobile app platform, but you can also pull it up on your computer, so you can do it right from home. Oh, yeah, you, I definitely need that. I'm gonna be in here doing everything. But I would say that that's a good place for you to start because, like Are I said, you I just you really try to do he really yoga? has been talking about going to do yoga. <laughs> now, if he's gonna actually do it, no, I I've been saying this for like the past two. Like I want to get into yoga, and I don't know why. I just want to get into. it. I think when I tap in my when my um what my unconscious tap into my conscious, ain't that right, kid? Because my my uh, my uh, my self conscious been guiding me towards yoga, and I just keep professing it and now i'm about to come into the trio of it and it's gonna be my thing watching him trying to come up with words you know kid this is one thing you gotta know like you didn't gave him some new information and for the next two three weeks all we're gonna hear about is pulling back layers man (laughs) hey look hey nah if somebody come up to me with something, I'm definitely going to like, we're going to dig deep in what's going on with you, brother. And I'm tapping in, I'm, I'm tapping into myself. You know, I'm growing out my hair, getting a little, uh, see, I didn't want, I'm getting, I didn't want the twisties. I'm getting, um, free form. You know what that is? Kid? What are you saying? You ever heard of free form? Free form locks? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've 
heard yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm tap. I'm tapping into my inner me. <laughs> talking about. Have you ever heard of free form? My bad. Yeah, free I, my form. Ba- what? My bad. Cause, all right. <laughs> so I'm tapping into my inner me, to my inner. I don't know where I'm going on this journey. There are many. I would say many of us that are young and rich and melanated people that are awakening to our calling and don't fight it. So if you're being okay. called to yoga, do yoga. If you're being called to do your free form locks, do that. Explore what you're being called to. We need you to discourage him on some of these things. How do you know when your, when the spirit is leading you in the wrong direction? Cause it can't. <laughs> it can't. Because it's my unconscious, dog. What do you mean? Because I feel like it's he's my going unconscious leading to the conscious down that what yellow brick road. Do you think he's going in the wrong direction? Like, give Come me on. an example. Uh, he about to make, he don't know. No. Like you gotta look at the you gotta look at his head right now. <laughs> these the? these freeform <laughs> these freeform locks is looking they looking freeform all right. Look, <laughs> I'm tapping in my conscience. Look, I'm tap. Hey, look, what's wrong with me being expressing me being a black man? Okay, so like, you here's, know what I'm here's saying. You you right you want to cut his hair low for the European for the uh the European the European man so he can fit in and I'm like yo I gotta be me. Well, I, I was going to say that that's the thing, right? Is that you. Oh, We've been on the same page all okay. night. But Lay some here. Here's, here's, here's what here's. But here's my comment. My comment is this, is that, yes, there is a certain indoctrination that we all have assimilated to when it comes to the Europeans version of what their beauty standards are. But I will say, because we have been brought up in that society, it's more so about integrating the two rather than just saying I'm going back to this one thing. It's realizing that you are both now. You've been brought up in this world and you are also who you are. So there is nothing me. wrong with you being able to make your locks nice and neat if that is what you so choose. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I hundred percent with you, but I'm just saying, like the, the whole thing is expression and not being afraid to be. Yeah, but that's why I said that's if you so choose. Be you, dog. Be you, be you dog. Man. Where we going on this journey? Who knows? Man, I, I appreciate you for being on our show, kid. Yeah, you you didn't lace me up so much. Oh my gosh. I love hey, too much. We, we, we kindred spirits. Oh, oh my gosh. Kia, did you feel that? Kia, you're an artist. Did you feel that, Kia? When I said it? I truly believe that you are someone who gets more than you know that you do because you feel it first. Because you've said some things that are all like your interpretation and your ability to break things down means that you see things far beyond what other people are listening to. Oh my goodness. Where have you been, Kia? She's just going to keep going. No, no, don't listen to them. Like, where have you been, though, man? I'm so so glad that you were part of this show and you just showed them. I recognize the brilliance in you. I'm just glad you recognize the brilliance in me. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do so much. Hey, kid. We, like I already said, we had so much fun if we kick it because you'd be like, we'd just be on a genius vibe, and they wouldn't understand what's going on. <laughs> or even, or even, even if I'm not even on your genius level, you understand me. In this First little conversation, all, that's hard. We're all in this space together, so understand that all the of safe us space. Are, are are equally of value in this space. <laughs> 
you're in a so, safe space. She's and, bringing you down right now. But the thing about it is, is that yeah. here, here's, here's what, is, that. but here's what is needed in life is that you have to have those who are articulate. And then you also have to have those who are listening and listening is just as important as talking. So while this beautiful woman is not talking as much, she is absorbing everything that we're talking about. And so just because you may be a person who is speaking in the moment doesn't mean that her being here is of less value. It's of equal value because it's needed more than we know. Hmm. Mind blown. <laughs> Guts all up in my kitchen. Dang. Don't discredit my vocals because you're not because you're listening. We are equal in the same I think that she was talking to you. <laughs> no, I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know just in case you listening and you listening wrong. Oh my god. Oh my like god. Said, <laughs> like, that just went. You see how it went over his head each other? Nah, nah. I'm just letting you know. You've you've created a monster. Right. Nah, I just man. want you to know that kid. Hey, you ain't on our level. That wasn't already there. <laughs> yeah, ain't on right. The, on you right about that. Get on our level. We're That's what cute. she just said to you. We are all on. Nah, I get that, but I, I, she's saying we're all on level in each one. So I don't need to bring get their on own nothing. Everybody bring their already. own gifts. I just got a bigger box than you. No, said, you're you bring, just loud. You're bringing your gifts. You're bringing your gifts, and we appreciate it. But I just got a bigger box wrapped no, for Macy's. No, it's not a bigger box. You have a bigger mouth. You're just loud and you talk a lot. I got a bigger box. Don't try to. Macy's. I'm not saying volume. Hey, I'm that's not how talking you, like that's that. your interpretation. Like, that's your interpretation. I don't want to discredit it. <laughs> what you oh bring gosh. to the table is value. Oh, I hear yeah, you. Yeah. It don't apply, but I, I hear don't you. Apply. I hear you. I can hear you. That's what I'm here for. To let you know I understand. And like Kia said, to break it down to where you understand I understand you. But <sighs> at the same time, thanks for the little box. Well, like I said, Kia. Oh, my goodness. Really appreciate you coming on the show, man. And, um, lace knees, too minds and educating them on i think lacing you as well nah, and, and, and educating them on educating us can you say what you are again kid i don't want to say it wrong and um just you know what you happened? all messed up He's i said can, about the sex can you say can you say your can you say your title again because i don't want to uh, say it wrong seven, I am, you know what at the end of the day let, let me just make it very simple for you it's a life coach <laughs> <laughs> with an emphasis on sex <laughs> I'm a I'm a life coach. <laughs> Just put it that way. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kia. Once again, we got life coach Kia with an emphasis on sex <laughs> in the building, and we appreciate you for sliding through on two dudes and chick. Thank you for coming, stopping by, chatting with us. More because I, I don't know how this is gonna be when we get off with you with this guy over here. <laughs> You guys are more than welcome. It has been a joy and a pleasure. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, right, no keep problem. doing what you're doing. All right. Peace out, kid. You guys have a good night. Have a good Bye. one.